Welcome to the Halloween edition of the Hike Podcast. I'm your host, Lori. Do you believe in ghosts? That places can be haunted? That energy remains and things happen we cannot describe or comprehend with our minds? We can chalk up these things, feelings, sights, sounds, to a lot of other things, right? We're exhausted. It's animals in the woods. Or maybe it's just our mind playing tricks on us. Today, I'm going to tell you about my own haunted hike. And also, I get a chance to interview author Andrea Lankford, who wrote a book about haunted hikes in the national parks. So my story begins on a chilly March day in the Great Smoky Mountains National Park. My friend Donalyn and I, we were getting ready to hike the jump off. The jump off isn't an official trail, but it's a well-known spur trail. And to get there, you have to hike about three miles or so from Newfound Gap down the Appalachian Trail. You turn left at the Boulevard Trail And then quickly you'll take the spur trail down about a half mile or so and get to this beautiful cliff face of Mount Keppert. The jump off leads you to this thousand foot drop. You feel like you are standing on the edge and you could just literally step out onto those beautiful blue ridges of the Appalachian Mountains. Well, but you might not want to do that. It's a long way down. So Donalyn and I made it to the jump off. We soaked in some moody mountain views, but the sky was angry and the storm clouds were moving in and it was an ominous gray. So we knew we should head back to the car and get on our way soon. We appreciated having that view, that open wide mountain sky all to ourselves though. And while we were there, the snow began to flutter down and we became trapped in what could be a great smoky mountain snow globe. So we decided to head back, and along the way, the weather got worse. And Donalyn and I, we were just focused on not falling and trying to stay as dry as possible while the wet, snowy mix just came down and coated our hair and our packs. It wasn't long before we got back to the Appalachian Trail We were moving at a pretty good pace. I knew the places to watch for. The ice, the snowy, the slippery rocks. We didn't really talk much, and I was ahead of her for a little while. Mostly, I was just keeping my head down. You know, trying not to trip over my feet. As we traversed what some people call the spine of the Great Smoky Mountains, 
the trees enclosed us, and I wasn't paying much attention to anything but my feet in front of me. However, at one point, I looked up to look down the trail, and I noticed something, something that made me pause, that made me wonder what I was looking at. There was a woman sitting on a rock, a ledge on the side of the trail, ahead to the left, just maybe 50 feet or so in front of me. But she looked so out of place. She was calm, calm in this weather, expressionless, her hair smooth and lustrous, a dark brown. It wasn't wet from the snow. I blinked hard. Was I really seeing what I was seeing? Her skin, it was pale, like translucent. And that hair just so perfectly in place without a single snowflake. I don't know if I gasped, but I turned around to look at Donalyn and to see if she had seen what I was looking at. But she was oblivious. She was just hiking along. So I turned forward for another look of the woman on the rock. She was gone. Gone without a trace of going anywhere. I slowly turned around to see if Donalyn had a clue of to what had happened. But she didn't. She looked normal, hiking. And it was then that I knew there was no way she had seen the ghost. I had a chance to interview Andrea Lankford. She's a former National Park Service Ranger who's performed firefighting, law enforcement, and life-saving wilderness medicine in Cape Hatteras, Zion, Yosemite, and the Grand Canyon. As a park ranger, she's also won several awards for her work as a criminal investigator. I was able to talk to her about two books, her Ranger Confidential and Haunted Hikes. Today you get to hear part one of my interview with Andrea Lankford as we talk about haunted hiking. So, Andrea, I was, you know, thinking about Halloween and actually that's what inspired me to reach out to you because I was thinking, you know, on my show, I wanted to do something about haunted hikes. And I was so just over the moon because I was like, oh my gosh, there's actually a book out here. I mean, I think there's a couple, but I really found your book and thought, wow, like she put a lot of work into this. (laughs) So, (laughs) I mean, it was kind of, I was like, somebody noticed. Yeah. I did. No, I mean, I, it's probably a, quite a neat, a niche kind of, you know, uh, you know, group of people who, who are really interested in the haunted hike kind of thing. But this time of year, it probably gets some, uh, some people reaching out or, or, you know, additional press and things like that. So what, what gave you that idea? Like, where did you come up with wanting to write about trails that were, I guess, some respects someone you know had said they were haunted 
Well, during my 12-year career as a park ranger, I would hear other rangers tell these stories of either something that happened to them or something they heard about that they just couldn't explain. And I just became fascinated with that and the history and legends of the parks and how that related to the scenery. So I was just fascinated about it and decided to research it and write a book about it. Now, when you were, you know, listening to your colleagues and and things like that, did, I mean, were you kind of like, they're full of it or were they believable? Well, park rangers are very down-to-earth people. Most of them are scientifically minded, practical people. So when a park ranger tells me a story like that, I definitely listen. When you were thinking, you know, when you were putting the research together and looking at, at all of the different areas in the country and trails, um, would you say that there's a section that you feel is has more hauntings or kind of sticks out as, as something that just there's just too many unexplainable things happening at this location? Are there any of those? Yes, absolutely. Some parks appear to be vortex-like and how there just seems to be a larger amount of strange things, dark things, tragic things occur in certain parks. I feel that very strongly. So what would be an example of one or or one of the parks you feel are like that? Yosemite is an excellent example, and it it goes back even beyond uh, Western history, you know, or modern history. The first park ranger at Yosemite gave Clark, he heard a ghost at Grouse Lake. And the Native Americans told him that was the cry of a Native American boy who drowned in the lake. Um, the Native Americans have many legends at Yosemite. One of the scariest to me is Pahono, which means evil wind. Bridal Veil Fall at Yosemite is Pahono in the Native American name. So Pahono, he's not a good spirit you want to mess with. If you're up in a waterfall, he enchants you to walk out toward the lip and then pushes you over the edge. And the disturbing thing is almost every year people die that way. I I know. I mean, I think it's not like I have a Google alert or anything set up, but I swear, you know, when I read about hiking deaths and, and things, um, there are so many that are waterfall related. I, I think there's something enchanting about the falling water and about kind of going on those rocks. So I could totally see myself being out there and, just being pulled of wanting to be out there so and uh and and then people are you know going over so did you I mean was there any kind of stories about people that like didn't die um through that and maybe you know talked about that kind of uh kind of strange pull or not specifically with Pahono but I also, certain areas, I'll go hiking and I just get a real bad feeling that something is just wrong and I can't always explain it. And I listen to that feeling. Uh, I've never seen a ghost. I'm a full-on skeptic. Um, I do have some weaknesses. One of them is Native American legends. I feel there's something in those dark warnings that we should listen to. The other weaknesses I have is that I'm fond of people who have seen a ghost and believe in aliens and angels. I actually like those kind of people, but I myself, 
with skeptics, yes. So, no, I I have been on a trail um, and just had, you know, there's been a couple times that one was in North Georgia um, and then a couple times actually in Great Smoky Mountains. And one was where I, I literally just turned around because it just there, I just felt like, no, something bad's going to happen. I don't know what it is, but there's just this weird feeling. So I, I get it. And I just don't want to tempt fate (laughs) at all. I think that's smart because, you know, being a skeptic, it probably means your senses are picking up on something. So better safe than sorry. If you get that feeling, increase your safety, be, be more alert at least. So out of the group that you wrote about, because you you know, you wrote about just all over, you know, after you learned the stories, was there any that you said, oh, I, I got to hike this now? Like, this is just unbelievable, this you know, legend or story, did, did any of them kind of pique your interest where you actually had went out and, and hit the trail? Lots of them have. And the one probably that's the most impactful is at the Grand Canyon. There's a secret spot deep in the Grand Canyon. It takes you two days to get there. It's called the Sipapu. And in Hopi legend, it's the gateway to the underworld. And they believe that whites shouldn't see this place. And that even when they go, they do spiritual ceremonies to prepare themselves before they visit it. And I had heard stories of other rangers that people had got struck by lightning. I had a good friend. She got violently ill. Many people would vomit after they visited the place. Um, People got caught in flash floods while they were in that area. Just all kind of stuff. One guy went temporary insane after he visited it. But I just, okay, whatever, I'm going to go see. So I tried twice, once with a boyfriend, and he got violently ill, and we couldn't make it. And then the second time, I went by myself. And I got that real bad feeling about a quarter of a mile from the CPOP Oh, my gosh. Very dreadful feeling. And I turned around and decided... I'm not going to go there, and no one else should go see that place. There's some places that should remain unseen. Oh, you're giving me goosebumps. <laughs> <laughs> so did you put that one, that hike in, or was it something that you left out? I mentioned it in the book, but I don't explain Where? how to get there or anything yet. Oh, that's that's kind of smart of you then. <laughs> <laughs> Although I'm sure people are, are still going to try to find it. There probably people have, um, but I don't want it on my conscience, so don't go there because I mentioned it. <laughs> Are there any other kind of favorite haunted hikes that you have or, or you know, haunted areas? It sort of depends on my mood. I'm kind of in a Blue Ridge Parkway mood right now. You know, the fall colors are coming, and that Blue Ridge Parkway in Tennessee and North Carolina, there's a lot of fun, spooky stuff that you can hike to. You can hike to viewpoints where you can see the brown mountain lights, you know, the unexplained UFO-like lights. There's a trail where you can hike past something called Scare Rock. And in the 1800s, a phantom jumped out from that rock and spooked a cruel slave owner so badly that he was dead the next morning. And there's also an Appalachian Trail shelter that's haunted by a four-year-old little boy who got lost in the forest there. So Blue Ridge Parkway is a good one for this time of year. Well, 
I am right kind of smack dab in that area the next couple of weeks. So I might have to go check out a couple. So it sounds like you also, you pulled together so much and you, you said, you know, you're about the Native American history, folklore, research. Um, you also mentioned though, in the book, you mentioned that there were certain agencies like just, you know, certain parks and, and staff that just shut you out and shut you down and, and weren't about to give you the time of day when you're talking about, you know, something kind of eerie happening or, you know, in that location. Why, why do you think that is? Yeah, one part did give me a little grief in particular. And, and that park has a lot of historic haunting stories. The National Park Service really attempts to be a scientific-based agency, which is, I agree with that. And also, But also, they're not into sharing bad news or controversial subjects. And so ghost stories, historically, you know, they're about death and they're obviously controversial. So I think that's why I got that shut down in that particular part. And they didn't want to share anything with me about what was going on in their park. So do you ever think you're going to revisit that topic? Uh, the haunt, Haunted Heights? Mm-hmm. Well, maybe. We're working on developing a podcast based on Ranger Confidential. Some of these stories will come out in that. Yeah. So, well, that's pretty awesome. Um, when when do you think you're going to start your podcast? We're in development right now. Development. Okay. So hopefully not too long. Hopefully well, months, not years. Okay. Well, I'm definitely going to be a subscriber. So, yeah, you can go to at Ranger Confidential on Instagram and Twitter to follow for updates. All right. I will also link those in the show notes. So, if people are interested, they can start following now and kind of follow along as you do your launch. Great. Thanks. So, I want to know what do you think? Are you a skeptic or are you a believer? Either way, you'll find some great hikes in Andrea Linkford's book, Haunted Hikes, Spine-Tingling Tales and Trails from North America's National Parks. To pick up your own copy, find it at a used bookstore or, like I did, on Amazon. It was published in 2006 by Santa Monica Press. If you want to hear more from Andrea Linkford, besides following her on social media, I've got another interview coming up, but you're just going to have to wait for that in season two. But I can tell you, if you want to know what it's really like to be a National Park Service ranger, you got to listen. So tonight, I might sleep with the lights on. How about you? Do you believe in ghosts? Until next time. See you on the trail.